What is going on, guys? It's your boy BG, and welcome to Common Sense, where common sense isn't so common. And today, I have a very special guest, my boy Andrew Burdick. Look, this guy, we we've had conversations a few times, and every time we hop on a call, the call just been always been tossed with like gems and gems and gems, and the books we read, and and so many like stories that you know things that he said about himself just made him so much of an amazing person. But look, I'm not even going to get too deep into his his, his introduction because I know you guys want to know how, who he is and why he's on this podcast, why I placed him on this podcast. This guy's amazing, phenomenal. Dude's hella smart. I'm not going to cap. Before we really roll into it, it's going to be about self-discipline. But my guy, Andrew, please, 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 I give you the honor for you to introduce yourself who, like, what made you the Andrew Berg that you are today, bro? Awesome, brother, 1,000%. You know, first off, you know, much love, so much gratitude for you, um, you know, King Braxton, just, just for the calls we've had and, and this incredible, incredible opportunity, you know, to, to be on um, Common Sense, bro. It's, a, it's an incredible name for a podcast. Because um, as we both know, like, like you said in the intro, Common Sense, you know, isn't so common, bro. So, you know... Um, for me, you know, like, like you said, my name, my name is Andrew. Uh, I'm 20 years old, you know, from Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, my story, you know, is, is kind of a long one, right? Um, I knew, I knew, you know, at 15, 16 years old uh, that I was going to be an entrepreneur, right? I had no doubt in my mind about that. Graduated high school, you know, was, was a B plus student. Um, at best, so you know, not necessarily uh, phenomenal in the classroom, but but you know, pretty good, right? Um, you know, went to college on, on a soccer scholarship. Was was really you know indecisive about even going in the first place, um, but I'd already committed to play soccer. You know, by by the time I was a junior in high school, so you know, of course, didn't want to go back on my commitment, um, and you know, wanted to go try it out to at least you know experience it to to make sure that I that I knew. Uh, I wasn't going to like it, you know, if that makes sense. So, you know, went to college, um, didn't really do anything except, you know, party and, and, you know, get the quote unquote college experience that for some reason, all these people go and look for these days, um, you know, and really about, about halfway through the first semester of school, I, I'm just sitting there, you know, I'm, I'm not really in the best place mentally. I'm not really in the best place physically uh, spiritually, emotionally, I'm just, I'm just not there, you know, so, so I call an individual, you know, you, you know him, of course, named Joseph Williams, I'm sitting on a, on a, you know, park bench in the quad, it's like 10 p.m. Eastern, uh, you know, and I call him, and he just answers on the first ring, we have a great conversation, we hadn't spoken like six months, we had a phenomenal conversation, you know, I got back in business with him, uh, dropped out, you know, December 13th, 2019, like I'll always remember that date, the day I actually became um, an entrepreneur. I actually, you know, it's a, it's a funny story. Um, I tried to drop out um, within my first month of college. I actually tried mm. to do that, um, you know, uh, and, and uh, my soccer coach actually called my parents. Like, like imagine that, like I'm, I'm 19 years old at this point and my soccer coach is calling my parents, telling me um, to, to, get me to stay in school, like had, had a meeting with the dean of the school, like they're trying to get me to stay. And I'm just like, 
you know, this is, this is crazy. You know, I'm 19 years old. I'm, I'm a grown person. Um, I can make the decision if I want to leave or not, but you know, they, they talked me into staying at least till semester. Um, I knew I was out of there at semester. So, you know, left, um, and the first day, right. The first day I was out of school, I actually had, you know, such a, such a blessed opportunity to go and meet, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of individuals. I don't know if you know the company, um, Northwestern Mutual, right. But I actually had the, yeah. had the opportunity to go meet, um, like a lot of their corporate staff, you know, it's, it's, it's a massive company. Um, I sat down, had, had a great conversation um, with the chief investment officer of Northwestern Mutual mm. and, and told him, right, told him, you know, listen, I'm, I'm super into, you know, the markets. I'm super into trading. I'm super into, you know, just, just changing lives. Like, like, that's what I've always, that's what I was born to do. Um, you know, my mom always told me I would be, I would be a leader. Um, all through my childhood, she told me I was a leader, you know, so um, I, I don't see any coincidence of where I ended up right now, right? Uh, you know, so so I'm sitting out this individual, you know, once again, very successful. And he just keeps on telling me, you need this degree, you need that license, you need this license, you need that degree um, for what I'm telling him I wanna do, which is simply just invest in markets, right? It's specifically the Dow Jones, you know? So um, I, I kind of blow him off. You know, of course I, I took some of his advice and was once again, very successful. But I kind of blow them off because I'm like, yo, listen, like, that's a sign. Like, um, you know, someone telling me I need all those degrees is to me, it was a sign that I made the right choice. Right. Because I mm. actually didn't want to end up. I saw, I mean, I mean, this king had, this king had bags under his eyes, said he woke up at, at 2.30 in the morning. to, to God, half, half, Yeah, bro. Half, he had, he had to study <laughs> news. He had to study news for like six hours um that morning because he was he was going to be on bloomberg television you know it's, it's a it's a business news channel um in the afternoon and he said he has to do that like every other day so um i was like yo listen i don't I, you know I, i'm very big on if you buy someone's opinion you're buying their lifestyle so it's like i'm Ooh. not I, I didn't buy his opinion i didn't want his lifestyle you know to be in an office all day um to, to, to be having to wake up, to be really not in control of what you do with your time, you know? So I, I kind of blew off a lot of his opinions, um, you know, continue my process. Um, it's, it's been phenomenal over the last year and a half. I've met, you know, the greatest individuals, um, have built amazing relationships um, and have had a whole lot of fun in the process, great things to learn. Um, you know, I, I have learned great things, excuse me, and, and I know there's so much more to learn. So that's kind of where I'm at today. I'm, I'm the chief operating officer of Believe Your Power. Um, you know, we, we currently have over, over 300 individuals in the company mastering the Dow Jones, you know, through through what our founders yes, created, yes, instant sir. profit system, you know, so so shout out to shout out to that, shout out to them, you know, and shout out to really the company itself, right? It's just an amazing environment um, where, where so many individuals are having their lives changed, you know, on a daily basis. And, and to me, to me, man, you know, changing lives is life changing, right? Changing lives is life changing. So, so that's kind of where I'm at, you know, in life right now um, and, and just super excited. And once again, super grateful um, to be here with you, King. Bro, bro, your story, yo, dude. It's like when you said at 15 or 16, bro, that's just like so crazy. So 
what like how did you know or how did you gain that like that sense of feeling like okay i want to become an entrepreneur when you was like 15 or 16 like why did you like how what was uh, uh, something that was a breaking point that led you to say okay i want to become an entrepreneur was it something that you seen was it something that you read or what pushed you really pushed you into that direction you know besides like uh people telling you one thing and then you know uh college and school and whatnot but what was something when you were at that young age that actually pushed you into the direction of wanting to become an entrepreneur so so yeah you know and there's there's really there's like a, a plethora of things man um you know of course being being 15 uh i, I was a freshman in in high school right um I started seeing more and more, you know, of course, as you go through adolescence and get older and older, um, you see more and more of how the world actually works, right? So it's like, you know, I'm, I'm starting to see all these, you know, I, I was 15, I was looking at, at seniors and I'm like, they don't seem, you know, happy. They don't seem like they have their life. They seem like super excited to go to college, but even after that, you know, what happens, right? So, so I guess, you know, for me, um, I, I've been super blessed to just have like a, a always a long term thinking process right so that's something that I still utilize to this day, of course. Um, but it's like it's like I, I just knew like something clicked inside of me, uh, you know that I wanted to do something with business I, i'm not exactly even sure what it was it just started making more and more sense to me, you know they were having us do all these career tests, which is absolutely absurd. You know, when, when you're in, they, they had us do it in seventh grade, eighth grade, and you know, ninth grade freshman year. And and at the time, I thought I wanted to be a doctor, right? Um, and, and here's the thing, here's the thing. You know, it may have even been earlier, you know, in my life that that I knew uh, business was for me, and not even necessarily business, but just wealth, right? Um, wealth, because because as a kid, I was always drawing pictures of of. You know, trying to draw at least um, pictures of fancy cars, uh, drawing pictures of, you know, me standing in front of people talking. It's actually, you know, super crazy. Um, you know, I just had the opportunity to speak on stage for the first time last month, you know, in Charlotte, North Carolina. But, but you know, as a kid, I'm thinking all these things. I'm seeing all these things. Like, I was watching motivational videos when I was like, you know, nine or 10 years old. Um, and, and to me, it, it, it was just always a thought process of I'm going to be rich, I'm going to be wealthy, I just needed the vehicle right so you know it originally I like growing up I thought it was going to be soccer I thought I was going to go be you know a professional soccer player. Um, and then, of course, as I grew older and older I saw the reality of that get slimmer and slimmer and that's that's completely okay. You know I still I still love the sport, of course um, it, it's incredible but. You know, then I shifted from wanting to be a soccer player to, you know, once I realized like that was probably not a very realistic thing, or at least I'm not even going to say it wasn't realistic, bro, because I don't believe anything is unrealistic um, that a human being wants to, to say do. It. Right. So, so it was morally, I didn't really want that lifestyle at the end of the day. I didn't like, I didn't want to be, uh, you know, training, doing soccer uh, every single day, you know six to eight hours out of the day seven days a week like i just actually didn't want that is what i realized so you know self-awareness is is a massive thing on on every single person's journey um that's when i got into the thought of wanting to be a doctor right one of my friend's dads was was a was like one of the top one percent 
anesthesiologist in the country, right? So, you know, he's, he's doing very well. Um, and I got to, got to hang out with him, you know, and I saw how he lived, right? He had like 17 weeks off out of the year, like, like paid. So I, I saw that and I saw, you know, the houses that he had, I saw, um, you know, living, living on with, with the ocean as your backyard. I saw all that stuff that he had, but most importantly, like I would go over to his house and his dad had books everywhere, right? Like, like I'm saying like four hour work week on the counter, rich dad, poor dad on the table. He tested, he, he would literally, Ooh. he loved, he loved learning so much, man. He was looking at ACT books. I mean, this is a 45, 50 year old individual um, getting more knowledge from ACT books just because he loves math, like just because he likes learning more and more and testing himself. So I saw that and that's what really clicks for me of like, okay, you have to be, you have to be consistently growing. You have to be um, all these different things as a, as a, you know, wealthy person, right? At the time, it wasn't even entrepreneur. It made me want to be a doctor. So, you know, then a couple years go by in high school, right? I, I get to like junior year. Um, and that's when it really clicked, like all right, entrepreneur, like that's when it really happened for me. Um, because I started watching people like Gary Vaynerchuk. I started watching people like Tony Robbins, um, mm. you know, and that's when like, like Gary Vaynerchuk saying, you know, if you know Gary V, right, just how his process oh, yeah. went, um, didn't, didn't even see, didn't even see a hundred thousand dollars till, you know, a year till 35 years old. And that, that was after 15 years of doing nothing but working, right, for his parents' business, just because he felt grateful for them, right? So, you know, that, that really resonated with me. Um, I've just been someone that has always had massive dreams, massive goals, and actually believed I can attain it. So, when I found out, you know, being an entrepreneur, um, you know, you, you, you set your own schedule, you work for yourself, you, you can make all the money you want to make, it's unlimited income, or at least, you know, there's, there's not an income cap, like at any type of job, it, it just clicked in my head, like, that's it, that's what I want to do, because I, I started having, you know, not the best grades in school, like, I think after sophomore year, my, my cumulative GPA, which I'm not even going to get into all that, but you know, it, it was, it was very low, right? It was very low. Mm, I got you. We all um, been in there, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. It, it was very low, but um, you know, that's when it clicked for me, like, okay, I don't want to be in school for 12 years to be a doctor, right? I don't want to live broke for 10 years um, just to be a doctor <laughs> working all the time. So, you know, um, entrepreneur just, it just clicked. And that's when I started researching, like started trying to get into e-commerce. I started trying to do Shopify drop shipping um, and all this stuff. And, and it just, you know, learn, learn one of the first lessons of entrepreneurship is that, is that it at least takes some type of capital to make money, right? It at least takes some type of money to make money. Um, and of course, being a 17 year old kid, I didn't really have it at the time. Um, you know, for, for at least drop shipping, right? Like, and, and I have mentors that do, you know, drop shipping that do e-commerce and they tell me, it's like, you know, you basically have a 50 to $70,000 entry fee if you want to make any type of money um, in either of those, you know, industries, e-commerce and drop shipping, kind of, kind of similar. But, um, you know, I, I'm trying really to just figure out how to be an entrepreneur. You know, I don't, trying to figure out what to sell, trying to figure out how I could start a business. The first thing I thought of was a t-shirt company, right? I started designing t-shirts on, um, I, I can't even remember the website, uh, but you know, very great platform, whatever it is. I started designing t-shirts 
Um, and, and the thing for me was, and what's crazy when I look back now is that I never took action, right? I never, I never tried to sell the t-shirt because I was always afraid of what others would think. I was always afraid uh, that it, that it wouldn't work out. So, so I never really launched a t-shirt business. I never really sold any t-shirt, even though I had like literally probably over a hundred designs that I thought were like cool. You know, um, I, and I always branded it around like, like motivation. I always branded it around, you know, wealth, um, you know, these, these t-shirts. So just, just never launched it out of fear. And that's, you know, we both know that's, that's what holds most people back is just fear. So, um, I get to being, I get to being 18 and, and I'm, I remember it clear as day, you know, I'm sitting in my basement on my phone and I just, I just Google. How, how do I make money online? It's Christmas break of my senior year. Google how to make money online. First thing that pops up mm. is something called Forex, right? Um, and it's like, I've never heard of this. <laughs> yeah. Everybody yeah. gets a Forex. I, I, this is, and this is, this would have been December 2018, right? So, you know, going to be three years this year. I had never heard of Forex, never like had anything to do with markets at this time. And you know, I, I watched a couple of videos on YouTube and I'm hooked instantly, right? Like, <laughs> like instantly I knew, and, and I mean, this is what I hope, I hope a lot of people will get to go through in their lifetime, even though, even though the reality is not many do, but when you find your calling, you will know, right? When you, when you find exactly what you were supposed to do in this lifetime, you will know, right? I saw, I saw the concept of, you know, candlesticks, right? Just, just, for, for those who don't know markets and charts, just price moving up and down. And it clicked in my head of price, price in these markets moves up and down and I can make money off the movement from a screen. Oh my goodness. It's I'm, that's it. That's what I need to do. Uh, so, you know, immediately get into that, get into, get into a Forex company, um, that, that I found online, right. You know, 18, not really doing a lot of research in the business, just, just dove right in. And I feel like sometimes, you know, this, this is what you have to do early in your career. You have to, you know, shoot that arrow and, and then, you know, figure out where the target was. Right. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm in, I'm in this company and, and I meet an, an incredible individual, my, one of my brothers to this day, um, one of, one of my mentors to this day, you know, Joseph Williams, you know, known as coach vibes. Um, I meet him in this company because I see that he's really the only one having any type of results this is early 2019, like January, February, 2019. I, you know, he takes me under his wing, helps me with a lot of things to do with these markets, puts me onto the Dow Jones. Um, mm. and, and I actually gave up on him, right? Like crazy, crazy story. You know, and once again, when I reflect and look back, but, um, you know, everything happens for a reason. I, I actually gave up. And, and, you know, quit on him the, the first time. And, and that's what, that's why it was so long, you know, that we went without speaking until I called him that night when I was at, when I was at school, you know, ready to just break down. Right. Um, and, you know, nobody really knows uh, how, how unhappy I was, you know, at school, not to do with the education, but to do with the environment, you know, that's, that's a whole nother story, but it's like, you know, he put me onto the Dow Jones. I quit on him. Um, that whole summer leading up to college, I'm, I'm trying to figure out, you know, how to trade it even better, trying to figure out how I can help people trade because, you know, get this summer 2019, 
all I wanted to do was figure out how to trade the Dow Jones better and create a company that I could help other individuals do the same thing. Is that, is that not what happened? Right. You know, and we'll, we'll get into that later, but it's like, um, that whole summer 2019, I'm writing my affirmations. I'm saying, I am so happy and grateful now that I'm the master of the Dow Jones. I'm so happy and grateful now that I'm a consistently profitable investor. I'm so happy and grateful I've helped a million lives, um, you know, trade the Dow Jones successfully. Like I'm saying all this stuff, summer 2019, not even, not even, you know, knowing Coach Vibes is on the back end putting in so much work to figure out a system that's duplicatable that, that could be taught to so many individuals, not even knowing, you know, me not even knowing who Tyler Green was, who, who's literally like changed my entire life. Um, not even knowing those two individuals are working together to do what I'm writing and saying. So, you know, that, that just shows like how the universe will align, you know, the right people, the, the right places around you um, when, when you care about your goal enough, when you actually take action and go after it. Cause I didn't really take action until I dropped out of school, you know, um, I didn't it take action dramatic, until I dropped out of school. Yeah. It's like, it like, it took a dramatic breakthrough. And I actually had some questions I want to ask really, because 1, as, as you were talking, right, it was some key things that I really, really noticed, especially when you were saying that, yo, bro was like the guy that was like a doctor and he was reading his books. He was like in his fifties, forties and fifties. And it just, that, it that tells you within itself that it does not matter what age group you are, you can achieve goals. What mm -hmm. you you is you're never too old to learn. You're never too mm -hmm. old to really get information. You're never too old to evolve. You're never too old to develop. Because it's always the biggest room is the room for improvement. The biggest mm -hmm. room there is is room for improvement. Yes. And from you just saying that, I was like, oh man, he's thinking the same way I was thinking at one point in time. And that's when I started hearing it, I, I think his name was Prince Donnell, right? I think Prince Donnell, he's on Instagram. And he was talking about, you know, the average person that's successful, the average millionaire, they, they read 17 books a year. Now, I haven't even touched up on 17 books now. I'm on like, like my third or fourth book. But it's just the fact that you pointed out that no matter what age you was, whoever's 40, 50, whatever age you are, that's actually when you listen to this podcast, bro, it is never too late. You just got to put that self-discipline to actually being self-disciplined to want more, you know? And something else stuck out to me as you were talking too. It was the fact that when you were saying that, bro, when you was asked, uh, talking to somebody else with trading and stuff like that, right? I think you was talking to somebody else before you was talking with vibes. Um, that guy, bro, had bags in his eyes. And it related to common sense because you saw, you used the intellect that you knew to determine like, okay, I don't want to do this. This is not, this is not exactly. where I want to see myself. You use, you basically use common sense and common sense comes from the information that you know, but using your five senses to detect something that's good or bad for you. You, you basically just use that. Like, I was like, oh man, <laughs> you just use common sense. He just used common sense and like when you especially the story with vibes but he'll he'll definitely be on this pod because i'm like i'm i'm gonna put a note on that because i know you guys is are going to really go in on this one but i had so many questions to ask it's like i was listening and it was like oh man this dude can fully relate to 
a lot of people because there's a lot of people that don't know themselves and don't know what they want. Oh, this is also what I pay attention to when you was talking about the t-shirt company, right? And value other people's opinions. And, and, and that's like the number one dream killer. The number one dream killer is basing off. I was telling my friend this last night and I was telling him that you have to be careful of what friends and what family that's in within your circle because what they tell you, it can compromise your dream. And why? Because your dreams are stored in your heart. Whatever thoughts or whatever they feel, it don't go to the mind. It goes directly to your heart, to your heart. It goes directly to your heart where your dreams are. And that's where, why a lot of people end up compromising a dream because they put aside for someone they, that they want to support them. You, you, you know what I'm saying? You understand what I'm getting from with it? Like, to say for example, right? My mom, right? I'm just going to just rough example. She never did this shit before. But <laughs> a rough example, <laughs> right? Say if I wanted to, I don't know, let's say we're going we're gonna to stay on school or say if I want to play basketball, right? Or anything, anything with that, within that instance. I could say, mom, I want to go out and play basketball, right? And she was like, no, I don't really think you could really do it. And if I listen to her, I listen to her because I want her to be my number one supporter. Because I value her opinion, it compromises of me chasing my dream to actually want it to achieve it. Because I want her to be on my side to actually achieve it. And because I allowed her opinion, I allowed my brain to process that opinion, process that opinion, that opinion went straight to my heart. Where my dreams are of becoming that athlete or becoming whatever I want to become, and I end up compromising it because I want her to be my number one supporter. And that's why a lot of people's dreams be killed. A lot. Most, most definitely, because it's like, it's like, like I said at the beginning, you should never accept someone's opinion if you're not willing to accept their lifestyle. And it's like, you know, it's one of those things a lot of a lot of parents think um you know they're almost they're almost protecting their children by by trying to bring them in in sense of, of reality almost right but it's but it's also just because of how they were raised how they were programmed where they ended up in life um so it's like you almost can't even blame them but it's like you as that individual right if, if it was you trying to play basketball you know you have to understand um if something even even if the odds aren't in your favor if it's important enough to you you'll find a way to win and that's that's something you know i'm learning um as i get further and further along in my process is it's like success is so inevitable if you just don't give up <laughs> like and that that's what a lot of people don't get is how attainable true success and i'm not i'm not i'm not saying money um, I'm saying success, right? A lot of people correlate those two things, but success to me is really being able to do uh, what you want to do when you want to do it. So it's like, what, what is your goal? Like, if, for example, if you want to be a teacher and you grow up, you go to school for four years, get your education degree and become a teacher, you're successful, right? Like it doesn't matter mm -hmm. what you're making a year. You're, you are a successful human being, right? Um, so that's what I'm saying. Like that's one of the biggest barriers to growth is, is the opinions of others. And once you get over that fact and, and 
believe me, it takes, it can take quite a while, right? Because that's, that's a high level um, of, of breakthrough that you have to reach. Like that's, that's fully out of the comfort zone. Um, you know, some people do it naturally, right? But some people, you know, for, for me, for example, I was very, um, I've always been, you know, an introvert, right? Definitely, definitely not antisocial, but I've like always been um, someone who chooses, who consciously chooses their circle um, and keeps it very small at all times, right? Like it's, it's, it's better to have four quarters than have a hundred pennies. Um, we all agree on that. Mm. So it's like, mm. so it's like, um, you know, I, I, I kept my associations to where they were helping my belief system rather than hurting it. You know, um, I, I kept the information that was in front of me was where it was helping my belief system instead of hurting it. You know, and, and it was a massive shift to go through when when you drop out of school and, and your parents are telling you to go back, your your grandparents are telling you to go back, your little cousins um, are told not to look up to you because you're a college dropout. Like like imagine that at a, at a family gathering that happened and, and it did. And so it was like it, it was hard for me not to go back to school um, when, when I was four months in of being a dropout and and you know, the only money I had made as a, as a quote unquote entrepreneur was um, when I, when I got my job at the car wash right after I dropped out of school and, and I quit that within like, like I quit that within a month and a half of having it because of an individual named Tyler Green, right? Um, took me under his wing and, and that's, that's like, I'd always bought into Coach Vibes, right? I always bought in, I saw where he was in his process. I bought into TG and I bought into the vision that they you know, put forth for, you know, believe your power. Um, and, you know, so that's what really made me quit that job. And it's like, I'm all in. Like, I remember it is crazy. You know, I have a, I, like, I'm grateful to have a great memory. Um, dropped out of school, uh, December 13th, 2019, quit my only job that I will ever have, um, February 18th, 2020. And, and really, so it's like, you could even say full-time entrepreneurs started after that job, right, on, on February 18th. And it's like, once again, I only quit that because they built my belief system. They helped me build it to the point where I was like, my vision was just so big on what this could actually be. I started understanding, you know, as a man thinketh, so is he, right? One of my favorite oh, books, yes. As a Man Thinketh. Yes. And, it's, yes. and, it, and it talks about the heart a lot in that book. So it's like, I just started understanding um, more and more. And I started understanding faster and faster that it's like, you know, all these people look at the law of attraction, but they don't look at the last six letters of that word attraction. It's action, right? You actually have to put in work. You actually have to do more. Like, that's what I'm saying. So, and that's, that's when it really clicked was when I was, when I quit that job and I was like, all right, you know, you, you are now a college dropout. You have now quit a job that you know, your parents told you you have to be working to to live in your house or to live in their house, excuse me, at that time. And and what like what are you going to do now? You're not making money in the markets yet. Right. Um, the, the business like, get the, bro, believe your power had 20 people in it. I had nothing to do with, you know, laying groundwork or, or building the foundation. Like I, I was just I was just someone that fives and TG had taken under their wing at that point. Um, I became the, like the, the vice president of it in, in late March and then became the COO, you know, in, in late May of 2020. So 
you know, that's, that's where we are now. Um, but that's what I'm saying is, and, and it all comes back to the leaps of faith, right? It all comes back to, um, oh, you know, this, this self-discipline, right? Like if I never took the leap of faith to get out of school, and, and I'm not even saying everybody has to do that. If you want to be an entrepreneur, don't think that's what I'm saying at all. Um, but it's like, if I never took that leap of faith, right. Um, I wouldn't be here. If I didn't take the leap of faith to quit that job, I wouldn't be here. If I didn't have the discipline, most importantly, after taking those leaps of faith, I wouldn't be here because, you know, when I dropped out of school, my days, you know, like I said, I got my job early January. So I had about two, three weeks of of just being a dropout with doing nothing. All I did for eight to 10 hours a day, I locked my door. I did personal development, literally eight to 10 hours a day. I woke up, I did personal development, ate dinner, hopped on a BYP education call and went to bed, did the same exact thing the next day and the next day and the next day, because I was hungry for growth. I was disciplined with the routine that I had. Right. Um, and, and I felt like, like the main reason I quit my job was I felt like I wasn't growing enough. Like I was spending eight mm. to 10 hours a day washing cars. And, and even then I had discipline, right? Even then I had self-discipline because how you do one thing is how you do everything. So when I was washing these cars, I thought I put myself in the customer's shoes. I was like, all right, how would I really want this to look when I come out here and see my car? I would make sure every single car was, you know, A1, every single car was crystal oh, yeah. clear. Um, you gotta have that work know, ethic, that, man. Yes, exactly. Like that, that's just the kind of individual that I was. Um, you know, I, I, like I've always been, and I can't say always, but since I took those leaps of faith, those two main ones, right. I, I've been, I've become very disciplined. I've become, you know, like I, I, I can say fully that I love my work ethic. Um, and I'm not mm-hmm. trying to sound cocky. It's just, it's just self-love. Right. Um, right. like, like, right. I, like, <laughs> you know, um, so one of my mentors told me a, like a long time ago, even before I took any action, you know, back in like 2018, 2019, really, he told me, he's like, if you're going to be known for one thing, be known for your work ethic. I mean, that's, that's mm, stuck with me till this that's, day, three that's years hard. later. That's hard. Cause yeah. like, that's, that's words and inspiration within itself. And then as I was hearing you talking, right, you live life by the three C's, yo, three C's. I said this on a Zoom call with, uh, yeah. with Queen Kalia. Look, the choice to take a chance to make a change. You just live life by the three C's, right? You took that choice to leave the job. You took that choice to drop out, to take that chance to possibly losing everything, to possibly falling into a pit. You took that chance. But however, it made that change. It made that change to exactly what you wanted to become because you did those three C's. That choice to make, to take a chance to make a change. You literally just follow those three simple principles. So now I have a question for you. What, how much, how hard it was for you to really have that self-discipline to continue doing those things during those hard, during those hard times? Like how hard was it really to maintain that self-discipline? What, what was some key elements that drove you or what were some things that, that you asked yourself to help you continue t- 
teaching yourself those self that self discipline mindset. One thousand percent, and that's it's a those three C's is a is such a phenomenal way to put it. By the way, um, and thanks, it's, thanks. it's for me, <laughs> <laughs> and it's for me. You know, when when I really look back and reflect, like what kept me going um, was was the resources that I had, right? Because it's like, like to me, there, there, there's three questions you have to ask yourself um, to, to manifest something, like, like to, to truly do it in a, in a real way. Um, you know, not just, not just talk about it, like, like a lot of people want to do. Um, to me, you have to, you have to actually know what you want. Like you have to be so crystal clear about that. Um, so you have to ask yourself, what do I want? Like, and, and it can be, here's the thing, so many people don't know um, because they, the, the time frame, right. They don't know, like, you know, is it one, they think, is it realistic Two, they think, you know, when do I want to get this done by it? And they don't have an answer for that. Um, but I'm telling you, if you just define what you want, you're already ahead of 90% of people because they don't know what they want. So ask yourself, oh, that's what do you hard. yes, that's yes, hard. of course. And it's, and in question two, what's standing in the way of me getting what I want? Right, like, like what mm -hmm. objects, what do I actually have to overcome to get what I want? And three, what resources do I have to overcome those objections on my journey? What resources do I have to overcome obstacles to, to me getting what I want? Um, and you know, I, I just did that, right? At the end of the day, like, and, and at the time, at the time I wasn't, I didn't have that level of awareness to ask myself those three questions, but um, now that's how I, that's how I grow now. Right. That's how I manifest now. Um, when I look back, that's, that's really how I did it. I just wasn't aware I was doing it that way. Um, you know, so for me, self-discipline kind of came naturally for, for one reason, I feel like more than anything is that it really depends on the individual, how strong the vision is. Right. I like to say, you know, the ones who stay focused on the vision the longest are the ones that win. And it's like, for me, if mm, your vision isn't strong enough, if you're not waking up every day just excited and in gratitude that you're a human being on this planet with a with a higher level of consciousness, um, it's like you're not going to win, to be honest. Like if you're not waking up excited for life itself, you're not going to win. Um, you know, and for me, that was something that it's like, I, I, I woke up the, the day after I dropped out of school, I woke up and said, thank you. Like still to this day, I do that. Wake up and say, thank you. Wake up in gratitude uh, and know exactly what I'm going to do. Have that rising routine that we always, you know, preach and talk about, but it's like, it's so much more serious than individuals even realize to have that, you know? So I woke up every single day, grateful that I even had the vision that, that came in my head. That's so grateful to even have the ability to think about my goals, not just for the goals themselves, but the thoughts about my goals, right? Um, I was grateful for that. So it's like, um, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, like the biggest thing to me that has to do with self-discipline is how strong is your vision? If your vision is strong, if it's all you think about, trust me, you're gonna naturally be a self-disciplined individual. Um, and that's yes, just how sir. it was for me, right? That's just, that's just, you know, I'm grateful that it was like that because I understand it may not be like that for everybody, right? So I would say, you know, that, you know, number one is you have to have a strong vision if you want to be self-disciplined. Um, and two, right, we, we were talking about this even before the call, 
um, before before this you know podcast is just like you have to not only have that goal but actually have an attainable way of getting it. You know, what are your mm-hmm. systems? That systems, you know, some systems. What, well, and, let, and, and mm-hmm. I truly, be, I don't even mean to cut you off, but I truly believe no, you, got, you know you within that. within believe your power. We have developed the greatest system um, to to get what you want. Right, the the prosperity algorithm, the TPA, you know, mm-hmm. your your nightly routine, your rising routine, and your income yes, producing sir. activities yes, that, you, that you put in towards your goals. I guess it, it's very simple. At the end of the day, like you know, it's all about what you do with your time. It's it's not necessarily about um, the hours you put in. It's about what you put in those hours. It's about being intentional. Um, you know, it's about it's about staying disciplined even when it gets hard, like, for example, there's been so many times, um, probably three or four over the past year and a half that since we started this company, um, like a handful of our core people have fell off, you know, and it's like, it's, it's hard to see, especially that third time I was, I was, you know, very, very close with, with some of these individuals that just quit. And it's like, when I reflect, I'm like, you know, maybe, maybe I could have worked a little bit harder with them. But something that you can't do, something that you can't do is, is force people to go harder for themselves, right? You just can't. Mm. It, it's really, if you ask someone how bad they want it and they, and they say bad, like, like, I want it, I want it, I want it. But then don't put any action in behind it. Don't put the level of work to match their vision behind it. Mm. They're never going to attain it. So of course they're going to mm. give up. Of course they're going to quit. Um, and, and like I said earlier for me, I've just always had such a long-term process or, or excuse me, an understanding that everything we're trying to do now, right? Everything I've, I've been trying to do since I quit that job um, it is all long-term focused, right? I'm not, I'm not worried about trying to make a million dollars in my first year of entrepreneurship. And I guess I, I should say, I wasn't worried about that, you know, because I've, I'm past my first year, but I was never worried about that. Um, I, I'm more focused on making a billion dollars in, in a decade, you know, making, making $10 billion in, in 15 years time, uh, you know, becoming one of the world's first trillionaires. Like I'm more focused on that. Oh yes, sir. Um, and That's not even, yeah. It, and not even saying like money is what I'm focused on, but for those individuals who are focused like that, right. Don't focus on the short-term game. Um, you know, I actually, I actually read a, a phenomenal quote um earlier today is it's like you know the the longer the process takes you the longer you're going to be able to maintain your success right the longer the journey takes you to get there the longer the success will last and it's like that that resonated so deeply with me because i'm all about the process like like i'm so grateful that i know exactly what i want and that i put in work every single day to get there so that when i do get there the only thing to be grateful for is never giving up. I'm grateful for the process that, that it took to get there. I'm grateful yes, for who sir. I became in that process, you know, and, and that takes, that's even a disciplined way to think. It takes discipline to, you know, stay focused on a long-term vision and not fall into everything going else, everything else going on on the side, excuse me, because, because of course, you know, over this journey of, of trading and over this journey of building you know, this company to true to to truly what I believe it can be, 
Um, it's like, of course, I've had other opportunities come at me. Of course, I've had other people say, well, you should do this instead. But it's like, I remember, I remember Steve Jobs saying, it's what you say no to that matters, right? Like, like saying no True. is really the ability to focus, um, you know? So that's something I've just always been blessed that, I, that I've had the mentors that also did that, um, you know, and, and I've been under their wing for, for really just a, a year now, you know, a little over a year. So like, I can't, I can't wait to see, you know, what we're able to do in the next three to five to 10 years. Um, as long, of course, as we stay disciplined. Mm, bro, that, that has to have been literally the most trillest, like the whole, the fact that the whole topic was about self-discipline is just it's so crazy because I was actually, um, I was looking at a, I believe it was a, it was a Joe Rogan uh, podcast and Mike Tyson has stated something like, I think we, I think I said it to you once we, I think we were in a, a call a couple of days ago, but I believe I've stated it that Mike Tyson said, I don't care how good you are in anything without discipline, you are nobody. You are nothing. Mm. You are nothing without discipline because, because when you under that slightest bit of pressure, you give up. That slightest bit of struggle, you give up. You give up under the slightest bit of struggle without discipline. Discipline is doing what you hate to do, but do it like you love it. Because in the end, That's... my bad. Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, my bad. I, know, I know you're about to go in. I know you're about to go in right follow right behind this <laughs> So, but damn, now that I forgot. <laughs> I'm thinking like a hundred miles per hour. Damn. Uh, <laughs> nah, you good. You good. You good, bro. Nah, nah. This is a hell of a good conversation, especially you know you talking about your story. You know we talking about self discipline, and the people who who lack that self discipline. And for one, in order for you to have self discipline, you have to know what you have to stop doing. Mm. That's like number one thing. Like noticing, literally noticing what's awareness. stopping you. Yes, the awareness, knowing what's stopping you to getting what you need. What do I have to do? What do I have to self-discipline myself to stop doing in order for me to attain my goal? And it's like keeping track of that, everything that you're doing, right? Something similar to like, oh, say if you're watching about to watch TV, right? Ask yourself, is me watching this TV, like, is this really something that I would do that would be considered a self-discipline going like a step or towards my goal? Like realizing what I'm about, this activity I'm about to do right now, will this help my dream? Will this help my goal? Is this a part of my system? Right? And it, it just having that awareness of that builds, help in a way, builds self-discipline. And knowing what your good habits and your bad habits are is also dependent on um, marginal habits. And I was in the book of Atomic Habits that was stated by David Brills, bro, uh, I think his name was David Brills for, and he said marginal habits is the tiny the tiny habits that accumulated into big results, which good or bad. Mar I think that's what it's called. I think that's what he called it. Marginal, uh, marginal, 1, 000, marginal 1, yeah, marginal gains. I think that's what it called. And the tiny changes that you do builds up to that. Exactly. 1000% that. And, and that's what, that's what I was going to say. Even, even after, you know, you said the Mike Tyson quote and, and talked about, um, like like just failing and not failing but giving up because failing 
right? That, that's a part of the process. The only way you can truly fail is if you give up. And, and so many people do, like you said, under pressure at the slightest, give up. And it's, that's where it's like, even, even with marginal habits, um, you can't just be disciplined one time. You can't just be, be disciplined twice. It, it's habitual discipline that, that will truly propel you forward. Um, you know, you, you, have to be, you have to be consistent with your discipline and discipline with your consistency, right? So it's Ooh. like, <laughs> so, so that's what I'm saying. Like with marginal habits, um, you know, for, for example, one gains. that I love, yeah, for marginal gains, one that I love is is make your bed like simple simply like because because to me what that does is and a lot of individuals you know will either say this is great or a lot of a lot of individuals will call me crazy right but what that does is tell you how organized a person is you know when you wake up if you leave your bed unmade and try and you know do work at in your room it's like dog you're working in an environment like you're working in an environment that's not 100% up to the standards you claim to hold yourself to, right? So mm. make that bed, be organized immediately as you start the day, get up, make your bed first thing, be organized. Um, mm. You know, and I actually, it's a crazy statistic, bro. Look it up when you get the chance. People who make their bed are actually 200% more likely to become millionaires. I have no idea. What you know, the hell? Who, I have no <laughs> idea who did the analytics for that. I have no idea who got the data for that, but it is there. Like it is a statistical fact um, that, that people who, and I'm not, I'm not claiming if, you know, you start making your bed tomorrow, a million bucks is going to fall in the box. <laughs> of course not. But it's like, it's uh, like even that hopefully. stat, how could that not make you want to make your bed? Like, you know, um, so that's what I'm saying. I like, I highly agree that um, it, it, it's, it's those small little things that actually shape you as a person it's those it's those at the end of the day it's habits um you know that that are going to lead to success it's it's the systems in which you do your work that's that's going to lead in and to be honest if you're doing what you love it's not really work <laughs> like it like it just is what it is so um habits are everything real talk and habits is like one of the key things if you don't have a particular direction right if you don't have a particular direction mm -hmm do the good habits that moves you into that good direction you know what's bad for you right that yes. they said it in atomic habits they was like if you don't have a particular direction that you're going in well do the habits that can move you into that trajectory of that direction of what you're trying to move toward like if because you'll know what something is a good habit when something is not a uh when something is a bad habit you know that junk food will make you fat so do the opposite of doing junk food. Well, you know, if you start eating healthier, then you won't become fat. And right? that's and that's where it's like, that's where it's like it's so it's so vital um, that the individual doing this, and, and I'm about to tell a story for me for in a second, but it's like it's so vital that the individual doing this understands the concept of just basic decision making, right? When you decide something, something dies. Right. That's actually like, I'm pretty sure that ties back into like the Greek word of decision, um, you know, whatever that is. But I heard that one time, but it's like, you're think about it. Think about it. When you decide I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to eat um, blueberries and oatmeal for breakfast instead of French toast sticks with syrup, you are deciding to be healthy. And that other thing that you decided against dies. Right. So how many times can you consistently kill it how many times can you consistently make that good decision 
And I think about it for me, I went from being, you know, an individual at 19 and turned 20 and when I was in college, um, or excuse me, no, I would have turned, I would have turned 19 in college, excuse me. Um, so, so from being 18 and turning 19 in school in September of, of 2019, it's like, I went from, you know, literally drinking, I'm talking about every single day, seven days a week, um, you know, skipping classes, uh, not like not being happy at all in life to, to when I dropped out, I made the decision. I'm not going to put myself around those people anymore. I made the decision. I'm not going to, I'm not going to drink anymore. I made the decision um, that I'm all in, like I dropped out to do this. I'm all in, you know? Um, and then what did I tell you I was doing when I dropped out of school? Eight to 10 hours of personal development every day, researching more ways to make money every day, uh, focusing so heavily, right, on, on trading every single day, right? I made the decision to kill off all those bad habits um, and, and became a completely new person 30, 60, definitely 90 days later, I didn't recognize myself, you know, from, mm. from the day I dropped out of school, I was a completely different individual. Um, and that's, to be honest, like that, that's a sidebar. That should always be a goal for an individual. And I recommend doing it at, and I told you this, you know, on a call the other day at, at every single quarter, right? Every single quarter, you know, re reflect how is, how is the last 90 day quarter? Um, and then make a goal to not recognize yourself at the start of the next one, at the end of this quarter, make it, make a goal to not be the same individual, to really be unrecognizable 90 days from now. That's how I've lived, um, since Q2 of 2020. And, you know, uh, it's, it's late May, 2021 right now. So basically a year, um, mm -hmm. that's, I've had that goal at the beginning of every single quarter, I'm going to be a different individual in 90 days. And it's happened every single time because I'm so what? focused on, on growth. I'm so focused on how consistent can I be? How disciplined can I be? Um, and I, I just let the universe do its thing with, you know, the time that the rewards, you know, are reached, the time that the goals are actually hit. Um, so it's, it's been incredible for sure. Oh man. And I feel like when you was going into self-discipline and, and as we were talking about habits and whatnot, I feel like one, one of the biggest issues that people struggle with is the people, the person that is being self-disciplined to, uh, uh, to get those good, good habits in motion is that don't let no, don't let nobody can't validate your progress besides you. You determine whether you move mm -hmm. it or not. You just have to see it. People love yes. hearing someone else tell them, oh man, you're doing good. And they want validation from other people that they progressed. You yourself is the only person that can validate that progress. But you have to, your mind has to be open to actually see it. And sometimes progress doesn't mean you're going to see it in 30 days in 60 days in 90 progress you have to be patient to know progress you have to be patient if you're not patient then you won't notice progress at all you won't notice it at all yeah you won't and it's and it's that's something that's it's it's no coincidence that you say that brother it's like that's something i've actually had to get better at is is allowing myself to be grateful of the progress that i've made because i've been on a run for the last year and a half of literally you know um 
helping, helping uh, start a business, helping build a business, figuring out, you know, situations on my own end, figuring out how to help other individuals as much as I can, devoting my time, um, right? Like to this day, right? It's, it's crazy. I told you, um, I don't, I don't want that lifestyle of, of, you know, that individual I met at Northwestern Mutual, but it's like now, and really for, I would say about the last year, um, since like June, July of 2020, I've, I probably worked 18 to 20 hour days consistently seven days a week. Um, since then, you know, since we really tried to launch the business the first time, um, it's like, I, I've probably worked 18 to 20 hour days for 10, 11 months straight. Um, but it's for a reason it's, it's to, you know, build a business. It's not, it's not, see that individual that I met was 30 years into his career. I'm doing this now so I can reap the rewards of, of all I have to do for the next 10, 15, 20, 30, really the rest of life is help other individuals get more successful than I am. Like that's, that's the end goal, of course. And it always will be is, and that's how I measure for me. That's how I'm going to measure my success when I'm 60, 70, 80 years old um, mm -hmm. is, is how many individuals have I helped become more successful than I am at that point in my life. Um, so it's like, that's what I'm saying. Even with, even with the conversation going back um, to discipline, is it, is it, I just want to reemphasize, you know, how important it is that it's habitual discipline, how important it is that it's consistent discipline at the end of the day, you know, once again, doing, doing something one time doesn't make you disciplined. And it's like, truthfully, if you really want to measure, right, how disciplined you are, how consistent you are, how focused you are, um, it goes back to what you said about, is this, is, is me sitting down and watching Netflix right now? Gonna, gonna progress me? Is me sitting down and watching a movie right now gonna progress me? Is me scrolling through Instagram for 20 minutes gonna progress me? When you look mm. at how much you procrastinate, it'll show you how disciplined you, you actually are, right? When you become aware That's of real. how much procrastination creeps up on you, you'll realize, oh man, I'm really only X at this level of, of consistency. I could do more. That's That's one of my personal values is just do more whatever it is because that's that's something else like if you really want to cut down the learning curve on something um do more of that and do it faster right that's that's what i'm saying if you really want to learn the dow jones um like like at least how we do it in byp if you really want to learn it in in three days like if that's what you want to do you can do it however you're going to have to do more repetition over those three days and you're going to have to continuously do that faster on the, anybody else to, to learn it like that. And that's with any skill set, really. If you want to learn how to be, you know, the top realtor, right, in, in the country, all right, look at what the top realtor in the country is doing, do more of that and do it faster than he's doing it. And you'll become the top realtor if you do it consistently with enough discipline. It's, it, it's success is so simple at the end of the day, but, you know, what's simple to do is also very simple not to do. Right, right, right. That is facts. And okay, to to some of the listeners who may have this question, what, how to become self-disciplined? That's the question. How to become self-disciplined? So, I will really say, you know, again, it first off, build your vision. 
you know, what, what's the purpose of you being self-disciplined in the first place? Like, like, why are you actually wanting, you know, to be a disciplined individual? Is it just because someone told you to do it? Um, is it, you know, most, most people who are self-disciplined are pursuing something. So it's like, once again, what do you want? What's in your way? What resources do you have to overcome the obstacles? Um, you know, so building self-discipline, I would say, you know, other than, other than knowing what you actually want, um, because of course, like that can only go so far. You may know what you want, but you may not know how to actually, you know, continuously stay motivated, continuously stay consistent. So self-discipline comes a lot from your belief system as well, right? And, and the four things that make up a belief system is of course, you know, the, the information, your associations, your environment, um, and your life experiences. So it's like, you know, what, what are those four things? Like, like, how do they actually look in your life? What information are you taking in? And what associations do you have? Like, like to be honest, those two things kind of make up your environment. And those three things kind of make up your life experiences. So it's like, you have to do personal development. You have to read books, like as much as you don't want to, um, at least at the beginning, because I wasn't, I wasn't a heavy reader when I dropped out of school. Like when I tell you I did eight to 10 hours of personal development a day for like three months straight, that was literally all on YouTube. I was, I was listening to individuals that I wanted to be like and taking notes. I was listening to a, a Bob Proctor. I was listening to The Strangest Secret. I was listening to um, Les Brown. I was listening to Tony Robbins. Oh, like, Les Brown, the uh, goat. He's a goat. <laughs> yeah, man. Like that's, and, and, and it's great. It's very great for like his information is great for beginners as well. Like, like people just getting into wanting to be successful. Um, you know, so that's who I was listening to. I wasn't necessarily reading, but the more books I've read, um, the more I understand like all the information, all the information, excuse me, that you could ever want is within these books. Like, I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, um, you know, you don't know what you don't know. So it's like information is everything. The reason why people actually get wealthy, right, or at least have the opportunity to get wealthy is because of the information that they're exposed to. You know, if, if, mm. if I'm exposed, if I'm exposed to um, the IPS, if I'm exposed to the TPA, I can use those things to build wealth, right? I can use time management and a skill set to build massive amounts of wealth. If I'm someone who, if I'm a different person, you know, who has never heard of those things, doesn't really believe um, that anything good can happen for me, right? And maybe, maybe I don't even believe that, but I don't have necessarily a positive mental attitude all the time. Um, I, I just kind of go through life and I don't run into any information. Like I don't have any goals. I, if I don't have the information, I'm never going to know about it. <laughs> like it, it just, it just makes sense. Like I, if I don't know, then I don't know. Right. If I don't, if I've never heard of the IPS, then I can't trade the IPS. So it's that, it's that simple information is, is, is like DNA information is your lifeblood um, at the end of the day. So once again, just to reiterate, like a lot of self-discipline comes from the information that you intake that builds your belief system. Um, self-discipline also comes from just, you know, once, like I already said, and like you said as well, the power to say no to things that are distracting you, um, that the power to deal with 
procrastination and distraction. Oh my goodness. Like knowing what I know now, you know, I would say those are obvious and it's probably obvious to a lot of people that those two things would be two of the biggest killers to dreams is, is, you know, distraction and procrastination. And really if you're procrastinating, you're probably distracted. So they kind of tie in, but figuring out how to maneuver around those concepts, which really ties back into, you know, what's your environment like, you know, if you know, for example, in those marginal habits, if you know that you can't go a day without watching that TV that's in your bedroom, turn that TV around and make it face the wall. So that every time you walk past <laughs> it, you're, you're telling yourself, you're reaffirming, I'm not letting this distract me today. Like that's something for me, for example, and, and this will probably sound crazy. I had, bro, I have a, a super comfy bed or I had a super comfy bed, right? Um, but over the summer of 2020, I started slacking. I started, you know, it's, it's summer. Everybody, everybody probably falls off a little bit. Um, I'm not going to this summer because I learned how not to last summer. Um, but it's like gotcha. most people probably do that. And it's, and it's one of those things. Most people also fall off on the weekends. And I was doing this this time last year. I was falling off on the weekends. I was being weakened by the weekend, which really now it's like I understand, okay, that happened to me. It happens to all these other people, which means I should go two to three times as hard on the weekends because I can get two times three further ahead of the individual that's slacking off, that's trying to make the same things happen that I'm trying to make happen. I can get two to three times ahead of them um, while they sleep, while they party. I can I can go further than they can. I can while they're while they're partying, you know, and and, and taking things they don't need to be intaking, right? I can be reading a book and, and expanding my insight while they're partying and drinking and all this stuff. I can be. I can be reflecting to figure out how I can grow more, right? So um, for me, something that I gave up was was a bed. <laughs> you know, uh, I gotta I give I up that. Really... I gotta give that up. <laughs> yeah, bro. I'm not gonna lie, I um, fall off on that sometimes. But yes, I, not to cut you off. I just want to let people know everything is a learning curve, and I'm learning from Ken Andrew, yo, from what he's saying, and there. There are some habits I still have that I need to destroy. My, I mean, a lot of it I actually destroyed, honestly. I used to be the same as you, right? I, three months ago, uh, uh, well, three months ago when I first started BYP, I was already reading. I was already reading. But when I realized of how much money I, I invested into getting into BYP, it made me take things a lot seriously. And because I was very conscious of that, I started man, hopping on the trades more. Me and Quincy, we would start, we start chopping up on the trades like very often, like, yo, bro, yo, you got time at 12 o'clock, yo, I mean, uh, 12 30, yo, I, I'm gonna go and break it to 12 30. We go ahead chopping up on the charts. And every time, and I remember how I used to be when I first started on the charts, and I, I was asking like hella questions. I was like, bro, where to put this line at? Where the safe haven at, bro? How you, uh, wh where to do the trade level with trade level? And I always used to forget. But then as I tend to do that, once or twice a day, I always did it on my break, or I always came and joined the education call. So when I started doing that more, that progress, that the self-discipline to actually wanted to join the calls, join the spiritual calls, and tap into the charts, it helped me to become more better with the charts. Although I'm still in the learning process of everything, I'm much, much better than I was three months ago. Same thing with reading, right? I used to didn't like reading just like you. You didn't like reading, bro. I, I, I hate that shit. But I feel like I was reading the wrong book, books too. Sometimes certain books ain't meant for everybody, right? 
And at the time, right. all I wanted to do was self-develop myself as much as possible. And being get, like, first it started from my friend on keys and he told me like, yo bro, get this book by Robert Greene, 48 Laws of Power. That's where it really started. I was already reading, that was before I got to CYP. So I was already reading it, but I wasn't super consistent with it. But when I got into BYP and then the, the routines, the TPAs that you guys are doing on an awesome basis, I started to do it. And I started to see improvements in myself because I took the self-discipline to intake that knowledge and apply it to use to improve myself, right? Mm -hmm. So when I started doing that more and more often, uh, I started becoming like twice as consistent with reading than anything. And as I tend to do that, when I stop, when the, when the day that I stopped doing the routines, I felt out of place and I knew it became a habit. <laughs> like, I was like, damn, I didn't even read it, man. Let me go ahead and read right now. Even on the days when I wanted to chill on the weekend, damn, I, I'm so used to reading yeah, so much now. Now it, it became a habit. And I think, um, I think Queen Khalil also told me this and I, and I kind of like digest that information into my head. It takes 21 days to break a bad habit. Takes 21 days. I think that's what she said. 21 days that to break the back habit. And I was doing this for more than 21 days, but I had to teach myself in order to get where I need to be, in order to change the place where I'm at and the place where I want to be, I have to become the person that I was meant to be. I have to let my future self partake in this current moment to overtake the old me, the, the old me right now. So I had to put myself in what would my future self do in this particular moment? Yes. I had to put that into perspective. Like the person who I want myself to become, the person who I want myself to, to be, how would he handle this situation right here? And then the, in order to really stop yourself from going back to your bad habits is that you have to question yourself before you do it. I feel like noticing what you're about to do is what's gonna help you stop that bad habit. Like when you go, when you buy to turn on the TV, damn, should I really watch TV? Will this help me go towards my goal? Now, and, and, now you're asking yourself. And and that's the thing, bro. Like that's that's awareness, but it takes the discipline to actually answer yourself truthfully, you know, because it's like I'll tell you just from experience, I've had that exact, like literally what you just said happened to me of, of, you know, I know I shouldn't be doing something, but, um, of course I, I just, I'm like, you know what, it's not that big of a deal anyways. And of course this doesn't happen these days, but it's like, I'm telling you, like, I, I, it, it, it of course takes slipping up for you to catch it. It of course takes doing it enough times for you to actually be like, yo, you realize you're not supposed to be doing this. So why are you doing it? um and, right and it takes the and discipline it takes the discipline to make that decision once again and have that die so you don't do it anymore right and then like when you notice that and then it's crazy because after you already done what you're not supposed to do now you feel some type of way about like damn i said i wasn't going to do this and i end up doing it now do do not do i consider myself self-discipline no because you like that's how <laughs> that's how i look at myself and i feel like sometimes it's good to put pressure on yourself because not too much pressure because you deal with two types of pressure. You're dealing with that internal pressure of how much or the, the sense of urgency of how much you want that goal. And then you got the external pressure is from the people around you and outside of you. You deal with two types of pressure. But I put enough pressure on myself to whereas I sit there and really think like, 
damn, why did I just fucking do that? Yo, you gotta get back in your shit. If he, since you are already fucked up, you already gonna watch TV. Go ahead and start reading right now. So I put myself in yes. punishment. <laughs> it's it's taking that it's taking that immediate action, and this is actually something that I wanted to tap in on. Is it's like, and we haven't yet on this call is the fact that discipline also has everything to do with um, your your emotional intelligence, the level of, of emotional intelligence that you possess. Because it's like, here's the thing. Um, you know, of course, discipline has everything to do with what actions you take consistently. Like that's, to me, that's what discipline really is consistently taking actions, um, that you intended to take that's discipline. Um, but it's like, let's think about it. Where do actions come from? They come from thought, like, like thought will always precede action before you do anything. You thought about it. Even, even if you did something unconsciously, the neurons in your brain recognized what you were about to do. Um, whether you did or not, whether your level of consciousness was able to see it or not. So it's like, you know, how disciplined is your thinking? And that's, that's why I loved what you were saying of, of, you know, you can, you can literally know and have that conversation with yourself in your head of, you know, should I be doing this? Not really. Um, then it's up to you. The discipline comes in of, do I still make the decision to do it or do I make the decision to not do it and and that's discipline right there and it starts with thought before the action yes 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 and it it took a lot like i'm not a lot like sometimes that shit made me go a little bit bonkers like i'm over here having an argument <laughs> with myself like bro like bro you could just chill bro just chill just real quick just chill real quick and then it's the other side like bro you want to become this who you want to become you have to put push this shit aside and get to it Get to it. Nobody yes. else is going to do it but you. Nobody else is going to care for your future but you. No one else is going to take you in the direction they want they, that you want to take yourself but you. You're you are you make the choices in your life to go in in the in the direction that you want to go in because the same bed you mm. make is the same one you will sleep in, and nobody else is going to sleep in it mm. but you. Nobody else. Nobody else. So. And sometimes it all it takes is that one, that one day of not doing what you're supposed to do that can mess up you for a lifetime. It yes. only takes one choice, one choice. <laughs> and Jeff Bezos, um, it was a it was a actual YouTube video that Jeff Bezos was talking about, and he was like, "Us human beings, we are designed to make a thousand decisions a day. Three or four or five maybe decisions can determine the how the way the rest of your life is gonna go. But those five decisions, those three to five decisions can change your life. Those three to five decisions just make good three to five decisions a day. And that could turn your life completely around. And I think three to I think that's for for one, you know, that's that's an incredible perspective you know, Jeff Bezos being who he is, because um, I've, I've heard that I've heard that as well of like, you know, he doesn't even start, he really doesn't start his work day to like nine, 10 o'clock. And he makes all the all the most important decisions he has to make before like 1pm before 12pm. Um, exactly. You know, so but but I also think that's a very, I would say almost crucial, um, very and very um, insightful uh, reflection topic King, like, to, to ask yourself, and, it, and it's definitely like a long term, like in between, and you could really do it now and figure it out. But 
you know, to actually ask yourself, what are the key decisions that I've made in my life that have, you know, been, been life changing, been life altering, like what key decisions um, have I made that have changed my life? Mm. I think that's, a, that's an amazing reflection topic. And I feel like the number one thing for people to actually do self-discipline, I feel like one of the other, it's just so many factors under self-discipline, but mm -hmm. I feel like the main factor, the main crucial, I mean, the main number one factor in understanding self-discipline is understanding the choices you made led you up to this point and the choices yes. you can make from here on later like you could change your future later you got to understand because like people love placing your own faults on someone else and they had nothing to do with it at the end of the day you have your my own mindset to control of what situations you want to be in that you don't want to be in or you have the power of choice that's what god gave us the power of choice no uh, like I was looking at the Steve Harvey podcast and he was saying a bear can't learn how to swim like an alligator. A bear can't learn how to talk like an otter. A lion can't eat grass. A lion is going to die if he eats grass. He needs meat to, meat to survive. For us, we can choose whether we want to eat meat, whether we want to eat vegetables and still live. We can choose whether um, whatever environment we want to live in. And, and we have the power to to control a lot of those things. And people just got to understand that, that the decisions, what led you up to where you're at was the choices that you solely made yourself. And I, I can be a clear example of that because before I really, before I really like started working, right? Before I really started working, I was, I had no job at the time. I was fresh out of high school. I think I was going to college. I barely had money for bus fare. I was I was late to class almost every goddamn time, and I was I was doing semi poorly. I guess you can't say semi poorly. I was doing like average, about average in college, and just one opportunity over for me. And my cousin just wildly gave this openly this like gave me this opportunity. He was like, "Yo, bro, I have a job. Do you want to take it?" I took that choice. That's why I'm at the job that I'm at now because I made that choice because I made that choice to work where I'm working at, it led me up to be able to have the money to, to want to do a podcast, to get the equipment. It led me to be able to do all these things because I took that choice, that chance. I took that choice to make that, oh, damn it. Uh, my brain is going hundred miles per hour. <laughs> well, I went by the three C's. I'm just going to put it in that way. I went by the three C's, the choice to make a chance to do a change, to make, to make a change. So I, I went by those three C's and that's what led me up to the exact point and why we're talking on this call. And that's, and that's such an elite, you know, thinking process, bro. Once again, those three C's and it's like, I'm sitting here listening and, and I love the perspective of self-discipline is all about the choices that you make, bro, because it's like the, it, it's a great paradox. Cause you know, as human beings, we have the choices to, to get better, to progress, to, to do anything we want to do in this life, truthfully, like I, I, I really am such a firm believer, um, you know, anything an individual sees in his imagination, he can do in this world, like, like and I, I fully believe that, full-heartedly, um, and I always will, so, because I've seen it happen for me, and, and obviously it's happened for you, so it's like, um, 
the great paradox is we can also make choices to get worse, um, be around the wrong people, be in the wrong places. And it's like, you know, sometimes do that unconsciously, sometimes not think that it's, that it's a bad choice, even though it is. And, and, and then it goes back to what we were talking about. You can make bad choices and know that it's a bad choice and still do it. That's, that's what's crazy to me is that people still do that. But it's all about that level of, you know, emotional intelligence and self-control. Because if you take the right choices, if you, excuse me, if you make the right choices and make the right decisions, um, d- depending on what your goals are, right, that, that's how I would, you know, determine what is a quote-unquote right choice is, is this like, all right, what's your motive in this situation? And what is, you know, your actual goal that you're working towards specifically? Uh, all right, bet. These are, you know, these are the choices that you need to make to get there. And it's like, by the time you're there, now you have freedom, which allows you to have more choices. That's what freedom is, mm. is having more choices. Because it's like, let's think about it, at least, at least in the terms of, you know, being an entrepreneur. Um, because it's like, all right, at this point in my life, right, I don't have the freedom of choice to go decide um, what, you know, um, investment property I want to put my put a million dollars in. I don't have the freedom of that choice. However, if I continue making the correct choices, you know, and, and that being, you know, correctly making the choices of, you know, building Believe Your Power, helping individuals change their lives, um, making the right decisions on the charts, you know, based off the choice that I have, doing that for the next nine months, you know, then I will, I will have my, you know, choice of where to put a million dollars in, in X, Y, and Z, you know, like it's, it, that's what I'm saying, like making the correct choices in your journey lead to the freedom of having more choices, if that makes sense. Yes, sir. That makes a thousand per that is one million percent i completely i completely agree with that (laughs) because the self-disciplined person are nine times out of ten going to reach to that level of enlightenment the one that's non-disciplined are the ones that's going to live a very very poor lifestyle not poor lifestyle very unfulfilling lifestyle the ones who are unself-disciplined so I feel like self-discipline is, is one of the main keys of success. And it's like I said, it's so many factors I can really go into, into being, uh, having that self-discipline because it also comes with perseverance. Being self, uh, being, you, you, you self-encourage yourself to continue believing that regardless and, of what I'm going and, through, I can still make it through it. Yes, and even, once again, even with per- perseverance or persistence, you are choosing to do that. You are making that yeah, choice. choice. Um, so that's what I'm saying, man. Like it's and that comes with everything to do with it. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's so and that's that self-discipline to make the right choice. Self-discipline to 100%. know that this is the right choice. This is what I need to do. And and it also comes with self-discipline understanding I, that I can and I will and I must marry you. I can get it because I I can obtain it because I have the ability to do it. Mm-hmm. I must, I can't, well, I will, because this is my destiny to do. I must, because I have people relying on me. And when you understand and, those and concepts, it will also build a form of self-discipline. Sheesh. And I, and I love, I'll tap, I'll tap in on that. You know, um, 
but before we wrap it up here soon, like, mm-hmm. I think that I must is so, so powerful, um, you know, and not because it's the I must, but because of the, the reasoning that you gave behind it, I must, because, right, I have people relying on me. I'll, I'll say this to everyone that's listening out there right now. You have people relying on you that you don't even know are relying on you. And, and you have, oh my God. And, and some of those people, some of the people relying on you don't even know that they're relying on you. Think about that because it's like, all right, for, for example, for the vision that I have of believe your power, you know, seeing it, seeing it hit a million people. Yes. It's at 300 right now. Some people will call it unrealistic. I don't care. It's my vision. It's what I'm working towards every single day. And I know if I continue to be consistently disciplined, I'll get it. It's just that simple. So it's like, I have people relying on me that I don't even know, and they don't even know who I am in this current moment. But it's like, if I don't stay consistently disciplined and and build it to, to what, to build BYP to what it can be, those people will never get the opportunity to, you know, experience the instant profit system, change their life with a TPA meet countless amounts of people doing the same thing and and build relationships through that platform. Nobody like other individuals don't get that opportunity. If if we don't put in that work to make it happen. So so there's individuals that I don't even know that are relying on me. And and that's what I'm saying. I'm not I'm not saying that to sound self centered. It's for everybody that has a dream It's for everybody that's working towards something there are literally individuals that you may not even know, um, but they are in fact relying on you to make to go out there and make it happen. So think about that that's, next time you don't want to be disciplined. That's 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 big facts. So with that being said, family, I mean we we can oh knitting great questions. I almost forgot about that. Yeah, I was about to let me forget. So I I'm only going to ask you two questions because the third question I feel like we already kind of like briefly just went over it um throughout the course of the podcast i know it'll probably take some brainstorm a little bit but i'm just gonna ask you two questions in this podcast well before we wrap everything up what are some gems that all right so what are some gems that definitely touch you to a deep level of this conversation hmm you said you said throughout this conversation yeah some deep gems bro i mean the fact that we came to the conclusion that that self-discipline is really all about choice and that making the correct choices lead to having the freedom to have more choices. <laughs> like, like that's, that's a gym in itself. Um, you know, I also think the concept of never giving up, right. Because, because for both me and you, like you said, we were both, um, you were down in the dirt at one point, I was down in the dirt at one point. Um, the fact that we prevailed and chose, you know, and had the discipline, to, to continue to persist, to get where we are today. Um, it's, it's everything like, like persistence is truly, you know, one of the biggest keys, um, to, to success. It just is what it is. Um, you know, as well as the fact that we, like just what we said, someone is literally relying on you right now to go make your dreams happen so that they, you know, can be, they can have, you know, whatever you're building, right? And it, once again, it doesn't have to be a business. It doesn't have to be anything to do with trading. If you are wanting to be a realtor, right? And, and I said that earlier, 
Um, and, and really it's probably, I talked, I had a conversation with my real estate mentor this morning. So that's probably why my mind's on real estate, but it's like, if, if you want to be a realtor, there's people relying on you to help, you know, put that together of, of the seller, put the buyers and the sellers together on a house, right? There's, it's, it may not be that, that big of a concept, but it's like, there's still people relying on you, um, for you to become a realtor so that they can have help with that. Um, so that's what I'm saying. Like self-discipline really is everything, man. <laughs> All right. Real talk. And I just want to put my little last little, little, little touch up on that. Yo. <laughs> on that. And to kind of like follow on what you, what you were saying that, you know, having people relying on you, you know, success isn't just about helping your family and helping yourself, but uh, it's also being able to have, be that vision that someone wants, like to able to open that door for someone else. And to be able to help them to prevail in their situation when they see you and they're like, yeah, this person grew up the same way I grew up or this person grew up in the same area I grew up and this person dealt with the same mm. situations that I've dealt with. Now, you being that role model to that person is helping someone else, right? So the success, oh yeah, of course. Success is not only to for yourself and for your family, but also to have the, what's the word I want to say? You in service of others. Success is also service of others too. And 1000%. Question number two, what are some personal affirmations you tell yourself that others can use to improve themselves? Um, I mean, for me, you know, first I'll say this is that affirmations truly depend on, you know, what you want to attract into your life, right? So for me, for example, I continue to say every single day, I'm so happy and grateful uh, now that I believe your power has has touched 1 million lives um, or, or really ha has impacted 1 million lives, excuse me. I, I say that every single day, um, you know, uh, like, like I'm trying to think of what else, like, you know, I would say basic affirmations that I, that I was, you know, and, and thank you for this question, brother, um, with, with reflection, mm -hmm. You know, I can remember now what I was saying, you know, up until this point is it's like some of the, some of the affirmations that I've said in my journey, I, I'm so happy and grateful. And now that I have um, impacted my family with generational wealth, I'm so happy and grateful now that I'm a multimillionaire Dow Jones investor. If you're doing anything else, just put whatever you're doing behind it. I'm so happy and grateful now that I'm a master of my emotions. I'm so happy and grateful um, now that I'm blessed, abundant, and wealthy. I'm so happy and grateful now that I'm focused, disciplined, and consistent. I'm so happy and grateful now that every single desire that I have has been attained. I am so, this one may be the most important. I'm so happy and grateful now that I am working towards my goals and the universe is in cooperation to help me in order to get what I want. Wow, that's, that's deep. That's deep. That's deep, because I, I was looking, I was like, whoa. <laughs> It put me in pause for a second. Like my brain was trying to process it. And I was like, yo, and, that's definitely. And I'll even, <laughs> I appreciate that, bro. Um, and I'll <laughs> even say this. One of the best books that I've ever read on, on the topic of affirmations is, is called what to, what to Say When You Talk to Yourself. Absolutely incredible book. Um, you know, because as human beings, we, we get down in the dirt sometimes. We, we, we affirm negative things in our head. But it's like this book really showed me. And I read it very early in my process. Um, you know, it really showed me how to always think. And of course not, you know, quote unquote, always, but 
um, how to think positive and negative situations and, and the actual words, you know, how, how to structure affirmations, like um, just, just a phenomenal book overall, what to say when you talk to yourself. That's, that's also slipping in, I'm gonna slip this in there too. Also read The Magic of Thinking Big because that also can help you to generate a positive mindset, a positive way of looking at life and throughout like situations that you may be going through, it can help you to generate that, that higher vibration that higher love, that higher satisfaction for the whole process that you're going through and just understanding that everything happens for a reason and this is your story and your story is what make and what builds you in the future. So, yes. Last question. Would you like to be back on this podcast? 1000% King. I've had, I've, I've had a blast, guys. This is actually uh, my very first podcast and I, I really can't wait to see, you know, where um common sense is able to go right how it's able to grow um the, the guests like I'm, I'm super excited to hear from other guests you know on this podcast because i felt like you've done you know an, an amazing job brother at you know putting this together for real so 1000 percent, i would love to be back on here um anytime bro i'm gonna let you know this ain't gonna be your last time because you will be back on here again. <laughs> ready for it so, so anyways this is my closing King Andrew, you're going to hear this for yourself. This is my closing. I always say in every podcast, bro. Faith plus great worth ethic creates vulnerable opportunity. Let me repeat that. Mm. Faith plus great worth ethic creates vulnerable opportunity, people. My kings and queens, whoever tapped in this podcast, I hope you guys enjoyed the gems that was being passed back and forth, the, the information that was just phenomenal i mean bro the, the, the what you were saying was was top notch bro and then just sharing both of us sharing our personal experiences and and how we feel about self-discipline and so many other topics within that bro it was a it was definitely a pleasure you know for you to really be on this podcast bro and i really really want to tell you how much i truly appreciate it appreciate you king i, I really do i appreciate the opportunity as well all right, people, catch you guys later in the next episode on Common Sense. See ya.